0: You're listening to the 90th edition of the B'Tochem Podcast. And we continue in Psukim from David King David. Neroi's b'tzedek Awesome things with righteousness you shall answer us. Elke Yusheinu, the God of our salvation. Mivtach kol Eretz You are the one who is trusted by all of those from the ends of the earth to the distant seas, Rashi, Mivtach, Ata. You are somebody who is trusted. You are the one who people escape to. right? Person feels challenged, feels like they're in a difficult situation. They need somewhere to go, right? Naturally, we, we run to our parents and we're children. We run to our friends when we're a little bit older. But who do we go to? Where do we run to? Hashem is the Monois. He's the one who, to whom we run. All of those on, on the ends of the earth, wherever they are, from one end to the other. V'yam rechaykim says, Rashi, afilu l'rechaykim shabiyam. Even though those who are very distant on the seas. And this could mean two possible things. It could either mean those who are in ships on the sea, and that's more obvious, why they need help. They trust atamivta You are the one who they trust because your power is everywhere, right? But it could also mean the those who live on the islands in the sea. If we think if we think about those who live in the islands in the sea, so they're much more caught off, cut off from all of humanity, right? Naturally. When you live in a country; there are people around. If you can't, during Shemitah, let's say, it's hard to get fruit. It's hard to get vegetables, whatever it is. You can get it from a neighboring country. You can bring it in from somewhere else, right? But if you live on an island and you have trouble of some sort, it's much harder to find help. And naturally, where do the island dwellers turn? They turn to Hashem. It says, "Miftach, halayatza haMiftach you are the one who is trusted by all those who dwell on the farthest reaches of the earth and on the distant oceans the bottom line of the Pasuk, the bottom line of the teaching of David HaMelch of King David is that where do people turn, there are no atheists in foxholes where do people naturally turn people naturally turn to Hashem they turn to God because where else can we turn to Right? That's the, it's a natural human instinct to depend on Hashem. And I think that that's hinted to. In the next passage that's brought here, which is in Psalms chapter 71, verse 5. You are my hope, Hashem, my God. You are the one who I trusted from my youth. Says the, the Ibn Ezra, I have no other hope besides for you, Hashem in the same way I always hoped to you I always had a sense inside that if there's someone who's going to take care of me the there's someone who's going to save me it's going to be you that's what it means in the Pazuk he's saying I trusted in you from my youth from, my, from the youngest days and you can see this in children there's a natural sense of trust Perhaps it's because they, they know everything is taken care of by their parents, so when the parents speak about it, Hashem takes care of us. You know, we, we naturally interact with God the way that we interact with our parents. Our relationship with our, with our parents is often an example of how we feel towards Hashem. But a child who's completely held within the arms of their parents, so to speak, so naturally they trust in Hashem that we your time having a Right, She was saying that even now I trust in you with childlike innocence. I still trust in you the way that I trusted in you when I was a child. Which is an incredible thing. But even more than that, I would say, it means that you have been my miftach, right? It doesn't say it says, which would mean I trusted in you since I was young. It says, Miftahiminura, you are the one who I came to trust, or the one who uh, fulfilled my trust from a young age. So David Amelch was saying that I have I have an experience of Hashem. My experience of Hashem is that I trust in him and he responds in kind. Right? So one of the things that I've mentioned previously, also recently shared with me that this was an important point that was taken out of the Bitachman podcast and that is that when you're looking that Hashem's hand is in your life when you're looking for it you're going to see it much more and I asked permission from the person who joined the, the bitachin group to share just a little snippet of of his experience a certain issue in his business, one of his clients was no longer going to be, his main client was no longer going to be working with him he was worried and he was up at night and Finally he understood, as we mentioned last week, he understood that I don't have to try so hard. I have to put in efforts, I'm holding by doing the but I don't have to try so hard. I don't have to make every effort. And it came that there was a contact, somebody contacted him saying, another client, I need need stuff, but not yet. Not yet, maybe in two weeks. Ordinarily he would have been worried, what's going to be, how am I going to get the money? But he just said, I'm going to be talking." And he davened. And each of the times that he davened or he said a bracha ala mechir with kavana, something switched. He got, an, he got a message from the person at the very same moment. He, didn't, he checked afterwards. He got a message saying, let's speak on Friday. The person had said in two weeks from now, Friday is much closer. Okay, whatever Hashem wants. Ultimately the person made a... I'm sorry, he said, let's speak on Sunday. And it was on Friday. That the person made the order without even consulting with him. The money came. The order came in. But there's a certain sense that the more you look for it, the more you see it. Hashem is doing kindness with us all the time. It's not clear to me what happens exactly when I look for it. Does that mean that I get more kindness? Or, or is it I realize there was so much kindness in my life to begin with? I'm not sure. I think it's both. I think it's both. When I align myself with Hashem when I'm looking for Hashem's kindnesses, when I'm acknowledging Hashem's kindnesses, so they, they come more often. You know. Okay, then the Pesach says, this is in chapter 78, verse 22, and it's speaking about the Jewish people in their time in the wilderness, 40 years, going from Mitzrayim, from Egypt, to the land of Israel, incredible miracles happening for them every day, the manna, the miraculous man, that would fall from heaven, all of their knees were taken care of, they were protected in an incredible way. Nevertheless, even though they saw these constant miracles, even though they could see it all the time, right? So, like, why didn't they believe? Why didn't they believe? They didn't believe, they didn't trust in His salvation. It says in They... Uh, you know, it's funny because ordinarily, if let's say you're getting something every single day, you come to feel a certain entitlement, right? So, and, and you also don't think it's going to stop. But interestingly, they felt, what about, maybe they, they believed that Hashem would provide them, as we all perhaps do, with their basic necessities. But who says that Hashem is going to give me all of my desires, right? How do I know that Hashem can fulfill all of my desires, or will fulfill all of my desires, I don't know if they questioned Hashem's ability, right? Hashem could do anything. Hashem was the creator of the universe. He created the, the universe 13.8 billion light-years across, right? So this incredible universe, He created it all. Everything is His. Like right? He could do it. But who says He will do it? Maybe I don't deserve it. They didn't trust Hashem without testing Him, right? So this comes to an important point. This brings us to an important point, which is, Sometimes I trust trust Hashem and it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. Right, so why why am I trying then? Why am I having bitachin? It's not working. Right, it's easy for a person to say that. That's really a fundamental mistake because the mitzvah of as we've spoken about also previously but comes up here the mitzvah of is for us to have bitachin, for us to trust in Him and it's going to be good. Does Hashem have to fulfill my bitachin? Does Hashem have to give me my wish? No. He does not have to. God is my parent. A good parent knows when to say no. He knows what's really good for us. He knows what's best for us. Will He, a lot of times, with the proper bitachin, cause that the thing that we seek, that we want, should work out well for us? Yes. He can do that, and He does do that. Hashem also says no, and He reserves that right. So, we have a mitzvah, not just, I mean, it says by the mitzvah of tzedakah that we're allowed to to test Hashem, but generally speaking, we're not supposed to really test Hashem. The Jewish people in the Midbar made the mistake of testing Hashem ten times. Now the Malam says, what was it that they didn't trust in Hashem? And I think he's really addressing the point of, they had everything. They had all of their needs. So what exactly did they not trust Hashem? Why didn't they have where was their, where was their What was their concern? They thought Right, it's very interesting Because we could make this mistake We could think, look Hashem is limited He can't really do everything Look, I asked him for a certain thing You know why he didn't give it to me? He can't A person can make that mistake What about when it comes to getting into the land of Israel? Right this is a mistake that we all make. This is a mistake I've mentioned. You ask a person, why, why do they live in Chutz L'Arz? Why do they live outside of Israel? They'll say, well, Parnassah, Chinuch. Right? As if there's no challenge in Chutz L'Arz. There's no challenge of Parnassah. As if there's no challenge of raising your kids in Chutz a Different kind of challenge. Actually, I, in my opinion, is much harder. Eretz Israel is much less Gashmias, much less superficiality. Not to say there's none. We're still human beings, but okay, Hashem can provide me for what I need here. But can He provide me for what I need in Israel? Can I inherit the land? They were concerned. We're going to come to Israel, and we're not going to succeed there. The spies made that claim. The people there are too powerful. They're too aggressive. How are we going to make it, right? The inhabitants of Israel are are tough. They're sabras. They're they have a rough exterior. Okay, maybe they have a soft interior, but until we get to that, you know, I'm saying it takes time. A true, a true bal bitachem, a person who has true confidence. It doesn't matter where you are. Could be the like we saw before, the ends of the earth, the farthest seas. It doesn't matter where you are, because Shabboshu is everywhere. Hashem has power everywhere. There's no limit to His power. Hashem can take care of us in the midbar, in the wilderness. Can take care of us in America, in Europe, in South Africa, in Australia, in Japan, in China. He can take care of us certainly in Eretz Yisrael, the place where inay Hashem lekechaba, Hashem has special siyata, We have special siyata deShemaya, special divine assistance. Hashem tzivak as Hashem adam Says the pasuk in tehilim per peidah ledu Hashem tzivak as Hashem adam Hashem, Lord of hosts, praiseworthy is the one who trusts in you. Says the Radak, Hashem Tzivakos, b'cho, Lo Lo Erech Praiseworthy is somebody who trusts you and doesn't give up hope because of the length of the exile. We've been in the exile 1,953 years. That's a long time. Mashiach, you think Mashiach is still going to come? Come on. Didn't come by now. You know what I'm saying? The person who has the true, this is Davin Amelach speaking 3,300 years ago. But he's speaking to us today and telling us, don't be afraid, you're so close. You're so close. Don't give up hope. King David himself, he knew he wasn't going to build the Beis HaMikdash, right? His son, King Solomon, was going to ultimately build the Beis HaMikdash. But he says, hold on, hold on, Beis HaMikdash will be built. Don't despair. Hashem is going to take us out of the exile. You will rebuild your temple. And you'll bring it to that place that the souls all desire. Right? All the souls are desiring, and and they have such The soul desires that place. The place of the root and the source of all our spirituality. That's the Radak Hashem, says Deben Ezra, Hashem. This Pasik is actually related to the uh, the Pasuk before, the previous Pasuk, which says, <laughs> does not hold back good from those who go with Him with simplicity, with wholeness. <laughs> a person who goes, you know, hey, you go simply with God, you don't put, let's say a person, let's say a person takes this to heart, he says, you know what, I'm not going to do a eshtadlis anymore. I'm going to be like the Alshiks, the, the guy in the back of the Alshiks shul, the donkey driver, I'm going to sit in the back I'm going to just sit down and learn, to read Tehillim all day I'm going to just learn to listen to the altar and the vardik I'm not going to put in any eshtalus, the guy takes it really to heart he takes it all the way so, I mean, you're not going to do any eshtalus at all, you know you're not going to do anything? come on, this is 2022 almost 2023 this is a different world no <laughs> Hashem will not withhold good from those who go with Him with simplicity, with wholeness. If you really buy in, if you really believe this, <laughs> the one who really trusts in Hashem will not miss anything good. Nothing, nothing will be lacking. He'll always have all of his needs. That's the P'shah. <laughs> Hashem Adam Odech B'Ach, praiseworthy is the one, Ashray. It doesn't just mean praiseworthy. It means the ultimate joy. Ashray means the ultimate joy. The person—it's not just you're lucky. Ah, what gevul uh, Glick You're so lucky. You trust in Hashem. No, it means that you have the ultimate joy because you have everything. Your your blessings are overflowing. Your blessings are overflowing. Puzig and Protect my soul, for I am righteous, says King David. Save your servant, you are my God. To whom I, I, I trust. I trust in you. I trust towards you. I trust towards you. Right, it sounds in the Pesach. It says, "Hoshav d'cha, save your servant." Atalakai, you are my God. It sounds like a separate thing, but he says, the Radak says, "Ukemai atalakai, you, my God." It's as if he's saying, "You, my God, Hoshav d'cha, save your servant." I will because I trusted in you. Hoshav d'cha says, "The Malbim itzad she b'te'ach alecha a nagel choyt So here's. It almost sounds like a trick, or like a, you know, kind of trapping God, as it were. Saying, "Look, I, I need you to, I need you to. I, I'm trusting in you, right?" And then that, now, what happens when I trust in you? When I do what's right, uh, you know, so your name is called upon me, right? What does it mean? Your name is called upon me. It means that. Right, all of the nations see that the name of God is upon us. What does it mean? It means that when we do God's will, when we act in accordance with the Torah, with the directives of the Torah, so the result is that you see this person as a different person. This person acts in a different way than everybody else. This person, you can just see it on him. He's Godly. God's name is called upon us, right? So, so, when I am trusting in you, I'm doing something supernatural. And therefore everyone sees that I'm a godly person. So this now is a matter of God's honor. You have to help me, says David HaMelech. You've got to help me. Why? Not, from my, not, from, not because of me. It's not about me anymore. It's because it's your honor that's at stake, Hashem. If you don't, if you don't help me, so then it will look bad for those who trust in you. It will look bad for, for those who are shining God's light into the world. Now we have a Pesach from the beginning of Yeshe B'Seisraelion. Tzal Shaka says, the one who sits in the, in the shadow, nestled in the, in the shadow of the Most High, he rests there in the shade of Hashem. So the Pesach says, I will say to Hashem, You are the one in whom I place my hope. You are my tower. You are my God who I trust in. says the Radak This statement, this is David Hamelach. He's giving us chizik, and he's telling us, this is what happens when a person trusts in Hashem. When he's a person who is nestled in the Divine Presence, under the shadow of Hashem, and that's where he rests, I want to tell you something. On God's behalf, my experience was, I'm saying on behalf of God, my experience was that God was the one who was my trust and He was my tower. I want you to know, He is my God that I will continue to trust in. I saw that it works. When I have bitachin, when I trust in Hashem, it works. I'm telling you something that I want you to know. I'm making a promise on His behalf. I, I guarantee it, says David HaMelech. You want a guarantee? There's lots of tzedakahs that you can give to that will make certain guarantees. But David HaMelech, King David, the greatest king of the Jewish people of all time, the great-great-grandfather of Mashiach himself, he tells us, you want to know what the guarantee is? I'll give you a guarantee. All you need to do is trust in Hashem. If you place yourself under God's wing, under His protection, I want you to know it's going to work out well for you. And this is a tremendous chizik. Obviously, King David tells us, but we need to know that this is what we need to do for others. When we have a bitachem group, it could be a group that you create yourself. It doesn't have to be the group that I'm part of. You can create it with your friends, with those who are interested in, in discussing these ideas. When I tell you a story about how it worked out for me, I had a certain issue. I didn't know where the money was going to come from, and it came, whatever, exactly when I needed it. I tell you a story like that, a true story. We tell each other stories of how we trusted in Hashem. The HaMelech is directing us. He's saying, look, we got to be mechazik each other. Those who are Oiv Dei Hashem, those who serve God. We need to strengthen each other in our service of God. And in so doing, we strengthen ourselves, we strengthen everyone around us, and our kids learn from us as well. They can see, they can smell how we are, in our bitachin in our relationship with Hashem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.